Hello and welcome to our Consumer Guide for Normal People, hosted by OneRoof Financial. I'm Caroline Eburn, Partner and Mortgage and Protection Advisor. Hello and welcome to another episode of our podcast. Today we are going to be talking about income protection and uh, just the basics around that what it is um, and what it covers you for. Um, So income protection is another form of insurance policy that you can take out. It replaces your income in the event that you cannot go to work due to incapacity. So whether that be illness, injury um, or accident. So um, how income protection works is if you um, cannot work beyond a certain length of time, so you set that at the beginning, the insurance company will then step in after that period and make um, payments to you called a monthly benefit. So the shortest um, deferred period that a lot of insurance companies offer is what's called four weeks deferred, which means that you are off for four weeks poorly before you can start claiming. Um, And then you can have a longer waiting period to reduce the price down. Um, So income protection in simple terms, is personal sick pay. So I think a lot of companies now can't afford to pay their employees if they're off work sick. Because if they're not working in the business and doing their job, they've got to pay somebody else to. So I think the more clients I see, the more it's becoming apparent that for for the general public, they don't get sick pay benefits from their employers. Um, So I'm joined here today by Lucy Moore again, our mortgage and protection advisor, and she is going to um, cover some some more key points for us. So why have it and what the key benefits are? Yeah, brilliant. Thank you, Caroline. So um, like, um, like Caroline said, if you don't get sick pay from your employer, how would you pay your bills? So uh, with income protection, it's normally approximately 65% of your income that you're able to sort of uh, be covered for. And um, after your deferred period, so let's say it's four weeks, then you would be able to claim and uh, receive the money in and that can cover the uh, the shortfall that you have. Um, and you can, you know, basically, if you have a mortgage, it just means that you can still make your mortgage payments in your other bills. You won't be, um, you know, kicked out of your house as well as being ill or, you know, uh, suffering from an injury. So um, income protection is something that if if you have it, it can really, really help you out. Um, and you can claim on it for life as well. So if you um, have an injury that you are going to suffer from from the rest of your life, if you can't do your own occupation, so the job that you've been trained to do, then the policy will pay out until your retirement, your uh, you return to work or you die. So income protection is long term as well as... Um, it's a long-term policy. Yeah. So you can either claim for short periods and then you go back or or you can claim for the whole entire length of of the policy. Exactly. So it's completely tailored around you know what do you need now so what's the circumstance now um once you've took out an income protection policy um you can have what's called guaranteed premiums which means that you are guaranteeing that price for your entire life even if you've claimed because they can't take the policy away from you 
if you've made a claim. So they can't say, oh, we'll want rid of them now because they've claimed for a few years and, you know, we don't want them to keep claiming. They can't take the policy away from you if you keep paying your monthly premiums, which is one of the fantastic things about income protection. It gives you a lot more certainty and a lot more security going through your working life. Um, I think what's important to tell the listeners is own occupation isn't available to everybody. So um, Lucy mentioned earlier that it would pay out if you can't do your own job. So the job you're trained for. Um, Some occupations are a lot more risky and the insurance company can apply different types of definition they're called Um, and one of them's called suited occupation which means that oh you're poorly and you can't do your own job but you're suited to a different job based on your skills and qualifications so they'd say well go and do that job if you can um, the the worst um, type of definition you can uh, you can have is what's called activities of daily living or like a working tasks, which means that you have to prove you're unable to do certain tasks. So it might be that you can't do four out of six, six, six tasks. Um, each policy is slightly different. So if you wanted us to have a look and see, you know, what definition you've got you just need to contact us but um the own occupation is the gold star it's the gold standard and that is what everybody hopes to get when they're taking out income protection yeah exactly yeah that that's the one that you want and that's the one we'll do our best to get for you as well <laughs> absolutely so i mean in terms of pitfalls unlike if any of you tuned into our critical illness podcast um that is a very very different policy to income protection um income protection the main pitfalls are that you aren't ill for long enough so can't make a claim so if you have your deferred period set at four weeks and you're off for three you can't claim so you have to be ill for longer than what you've set that deferred period at um it could be that you didn't get own occupation so whilst you can't do the job you're currently doing it might be that you have to go and do something different um but Other than that, there's very few pitfalls with income protection because it's not calculated on, oh, you haven't got the right type of illness. So it covers a lot more things. Um, Anything that could keep you off work for the length of your deferred period. So... um, most claims are, it varies from provider to provider, but generally accidents is one of the biggest things. So being in a car accident, being in a road traffic accident, um, slipping down the stairs. I was just going to say. <laughs> wearing their moccasin slippers down the stairs and slipping all the way. Oh, personal experience coming through now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so unlike critical illness where most of the claims are for cancer, um, actually with income protection, it's general accidents that we can cause ourselves. <laughs> Very similar to house insurance in that way. Exactly. Um But uh, if Lucy just wants to go through um, some other kind of key stats on this. Yeah, brilliant. So um, like Caroline said, um, accidents is sort of the most common claim that we found um, just from a few providers we've um, looked into. Um, And some other common ones are sort of uh, back and spine related as it's obviously a very sensitive part of your body and everyone seems to have back problems. (laughs) Um, And then also some uh, uh, muscle or skeletal um, issues as well. Um, And something a lot of people don't know is that income protection actually um, would pay out for anxiety and depression related 
uh, problems as well. So if you, uh, for example, were off work due to anxiety, let's say, if you were off for your deferred period and longer, then you would be eligible to claim um, as long as that isn't an exclusion on your policy. Um, as in, so if, for example, you may have had previous mental health problems and then they may exclude it or they may uh, th there may be special terms for, for that. But um, in general, if you were to face those problems or, you know, have an accident or hurt, hurt your back, then um, that is something you'd be able to claim on as long as it hadn't been excluded. Um, also, just to um, another quick stat from, from my corner is that 87.2% um, of income protection claims are paid. So um, the reason the main reasons for not paying out are often so um, you may not be off work for long enough so some people may have let's say a six month deferred period to reduce the price and um, then you know after five months to go back to work well they wouldn't be eligible because they weren't off for the full period so that's just something to to be aware of um, the another reason might be that uh, upon the application um, the disclosure of information might not have been accurate so um, there's a medical application that's done before every application and uh, uh, before for every policy and um, they will ask a multitude of different questions and if you answer them incorrectly then um, they may not pay out when it actually comes to to, to claiming so it's just very important to make sure that the information that they're asking is accurate. And another possible uh, reason for a claim not being paid is if the income 12 months immediately prior to the claim is not what it was stated as on the application. So um, if, for example, you said your income was 30,000, but um, you actually started working part-time not long after you took the policy out and you only actually earn 25,000 now, then the amount that you're claiming for may be reduced because you aren't earning enough so uh, you you can only sort of claim 65% of your income. So if that was to reduce, then obviously you're almost getting paid full, aren't you? So, you know, and then if that was the case, everyone would be, you know, off sick, <laughs> claiming as exactly. much as they could. So. Exactly. They can't allow you to be richer off work than you are working. So yeah. that's why those restrictions are in place. Otherwise, again, it, there's no encouragement to go back to work. But I think what a lot of these insurance companies do, which is fantastic, is they support you in getting back to work. Yes. So there are extra services that they offer. Some of them even offer chiropractor appointments physiotherapy yeah. counseling so i think what the insurance companies are they're very supportive and they do try and assist you in getting back to work so again when we talk to our clients about this we can tell them about the value added services they're called um some of them even offer gp appointments remotely video through your through your phone and a yeah. prescription service and, and they are um, fantastic nutrition nu i can't say the word nutritionalist <laughs> <laughs> nutrition coach <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the multitude of different things that they offer. It's not just, you know, replacing your, your income if, if you're off sick. Um, it, it, they they do so much to try and help you and get you back to work, you know, as best they can. So um, the, the policies are extremely underrated and it's something that we would definitely recommend um, for our clients if it's suitable. Yeah, definitely. And when we were looking into um, the stats for this particular podcast, um, we uh, found that on average with one of um, the insurance companies we looked at the average claimant for income protection was 40 so my very own age and it came after just four years of holding the policy so um 
there are people who claim there are people that benefit from it and there are people that can never return to their jobs and receive a payment until their retirement age which can mean keeping their home or not um so state benefits now are nowhere near what the average salary is in the UK. So all of a sudden you could be on £30,000 a year dropping down to £96 a week. And it it's such a fall, especially single people, so homeowners that have no other income to rely on. They that it's Income protection is the bread and butter. It's the absolute bread and butter of all insurance policies. Statistically, you're way more likely to be off work for two months or longer than you are to have a critical illness or die. So income protection is the single most important insurance policy for most people. So if you have an income, there's a need to protect that income. Um, and I say, to, you know, clients will say, oh, but I don't know if I can afford it. Well, if you can't afford to have the insurance policy whilst you're earning all your money, how are you going to afford anything on £96 a week? Yeah, exactly. So I think it's just really important for people to put the money in the right area. Yeah. So, I mean, I see on people's bank statements, every TV streaming channel available, and they're quite happy to spend 200 quid a month on their TV packages and all this, that and the other, but yet won't protect the very thing that pays for all of those things. So income protection is incredibly important. And as I mentioned earlier, it does differ massively to critical illness. They're not even in the same ballpark. Critical illness is very much a life-threatening, you've had this horrible illness, here's some money, and it either meets the definition or not. Income protection is way more widespread. It covers so much more. Um, As Lucy mentioned, it does cover mental health issues, if not excluded from the policy. Um, It can exclude back problems, again, if not previously excluded. Um, It really does cover a a much wider range um, of illnesses. Um, So... Again, some someone says, well, which one do I have? You know, why have both? You know, what's the point? Um, income protection is the single most important policy. If all of your budget and all of everything that you said, right, well, I only want to pay this amount per month, if that can only afford income protection, that's all you have and that's all we'd recommend. If you have extra budget, then yes, add on critical illness, bolt some on. Um, but for us, if you have no sick pay from your employer it's income protection all the way. Exactly. Yeah, because we, you know, we're helping you um, get the get the mortgages, mortgage advisors, and we need to do our best to make sure that if, you know, the worst was to happen, if you were to suffer from an illness or an injury, then you'd still be able to stay in the property, um, you know, and, and it wouldn't get repossessed. So, um, yeah, uh, we feel very strongly about income protection, don't we, Caroline? Yeah, we're big advocates. It's a fantastic policy. Um, I have clients who are claiming on their policies. I now have such first-hand experience of this policy and how it can massively help somebody. Um, so it really is a fantastic policy to consider. Um, so that is all for today's podcast. Thank you so much for Lucy. I appreciate all of your assistance today and we'll see you again soon. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. One Roof Financial LLP is an appointed representative of Primus Mortgage Network, a trading name of First Complete Limited, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. We usually charge a fee for mortgage advice. The amount of the fee will depend upon your circumstances and will be discussed and agreed with you at the earliest opportunity.